What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. This is episode 113. Mm, okay. Lucky number 13. Yep. Like we talked about back in 111. Yeah, it's it's just the two of us again. And uh, it looks like probably next week it's just going to be the two of us as well, unless we can scrounge up somebody. So we'll see. But anyway, today we're going to be talking about vehicle security and kind of get started on talking about things around your vehicles. Uh, you, you know, as always, the official field of impact defense, impact martial arts, our personal lives, impact everything. As Jada takes her a big sip of blackout coffee. <laughs> Guys, go to impactgear.live slash coffee uh, to get blackout coffee. If they don't have a coupon code that's awesome going on over there, go ahead and use ours. It will always get you 10% off, and that is impact defense. I don't think, do we need to like... Continue talking about how I awesome think it is. Coffee speaks for itself. I think, yeah, yeah. This morning is brutal awakening. B R E W T A L. Yeah. Awakening. Because I think I think this morning I needed a brutal awakening. So this is. I had a brutal awakening. This. this I hit is a curl on my way here. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my fault. It was foggy, so I couldn't see it on the side of the road, and then it just jumped under my tire at the very last second. So really, the swirl just committed suicide. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the first time I've ever accidentally hit a squirrel. So, I I mean, I've never purposefully hit a squirrel (laughs) either, but (laughs) I think the only thing I've intentionally hit was a copperhead that was right in front of our driveway. Well, yeah, there's, yeah. And like... If it's just in a random location near a field, I try to avoid them even if they are poisonous. Yeah. But this was right in front of our house, and I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it's all good. A little I'm too close completely for comfort there. Moving right along, I think it's time for the news story. You know, I'm not sure it's legal to purposefully hit a copperhead, but moving on to the news Why story. Why would it not be legal? I heard something about you're not actually supposed to kill them. <laughs> I'll be danged. <laughs> it's a copperhead. <laughs> I chopped one to pieces when it was trying to bite me. Oh yeah, my my brother was walking through the woods and he was actually like doing target practice with a little pistol and so he was allowed to go not a little pistol, a little rifle. Mm-hmm. And he was you know target shooting and he was coming back from that and there was a copperhead in the middle of the road that like reared back and hissed at him. You know, like, it was going to try and bite him. And he, like, jumped and shot it. (laughs) So he actually managed to hit it, even though he, like, jumped and everything. And uh, so he went in the house. He was pretty freaked out (laughs) and told Dad what happened. (sighs) Yeah, the one thing I learned about copperheads is if you don't hit them right behind the neck, they will just continue to try to bite you. Because I caught it about halfway through the body one time with a shovel and chopped it in half. And then it continued to try to bite me. And uh, I, so I, I ended up chopping that thing into many, many little pieces <laughs> by the time it was over. Because he just kept trying. No matter where I hit it, it kept trying to bite me. And he kept moving. So, you know, there's that. Yikes. Actual news story. All of that should probably be cut out. Now, right, let's just do this. And now for the actual news story of the day. <laughs> 
this one comes to us from a woman. She said, I had just moved into my first apartment and was in the process of moving in. The door that led into my apartment locks itself automatically when closed. So I was going to the entrance of my apartment complex to get mail while walking or while talking on the phone with my boyfriend. I returned to my apartment and sat on the bed while opening the mail. Still on the phone with my boyfriend, I dropped the phone on the floor and it landed under the bed, so I had to lie on the floor and stretch for it. I saw something that caught my eye. There was someone under my bed. Oh, crap. What? Nothing. Go ahead. I was just, that was just initial shock. Sorry. Oh, okay. <gasps> I thought you forgot to do something. And so <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just sitting there thinking like, what would I do in that moment? If I was like, oh, crap, there's somebody under my bed. I think I'm going to. They're pinned. I mean, you know, they can't move a whole lot, so I'm going to try to kick them in the face. <laughs> okay. I'm, I guess just the scenarios were running through my head. My bad. All Go right. Um, my eyes widened, and I choked the urge to scream. The person under my bed was lying still with his back towards me and his head to his chest, so I couldn't see his face. Yeah, and I'm he, definitely hitting him in the back of the head. And he didn't see me. Trying to be rational while so many thoughts rushed through my head, I picked up the phone, said, sorry, I dropped my phone. I'm just going to take a shower and call you back. The bathroom is right by my bed. So I hastily walked in, quietly locked the door, turned the shower on, and jumped out my window. <laughs> my apartment is on the first floor. That's so it wasn't that bad. And I called the police. They told me to wait nearby, but to go to across the street and see if anyone comes out the door to my apartment complex. This was during summer, and it was still light out. I placed myself across the street, hiding behind a car while watching my open bathroom window and the entry door. I called my boyfriend, and he came to me just before the police. I gave them my keys, and they went inside. Only moments later, two cops came out holding a thin and tired-looking man. His eyes looked crazy, but he didn't try to get away. The policeman that had stood beside me and comforted me while the police searched through my house told me that the man stood outside my bathroom door with one of my kitchen knives waiting for me to come out. Mm. This man had somehow crept in my entry door while I was getting my mail, hid under the bed. The man that was trying to hurt me turned out to be a homeless person and was placed in a mental hospital. Holy crap. She was smart, like super smart. Like everything about that was smart. Yes. It, going to her bathroom, jumping out the window. That's probably the best thing she could have done. I if am amazed going, at her ability not to scream. Yeah. You know, I, my first thought was like, why didn't she? But then I was like, no, the, what she did in, you know, calling the cops and to get him arrested, that was the best thing possible. That could not have gone much stood better. Stood outside of her bathroom door with one of her kitchen knives. Mm, oh, we need to. That's wild. Yeah. Okay. That's one of our creepier ones. That we it really is. Had. That would have been a great one for one of home defense podcasts that we've done, but you know, we're on vehicle stuff now. So yeah, um, honestly, it's getting a little bit hard to find usable news stories because there are some that we could use, but they are insanely gruesome yeah. and we are not a true crime show. Yeah. No, um, no. and and we like to deal with things where people actually defend themselves and not, oh, well, they were murdered. Um, and yeah. if we do have any like children or underage people listening to this, we don't really want to traumatize anyone. So the goal is that we, uh, we're a family-friendly But family I have been thoroughly traumatized in looking, sifting through all of these news stories to find 
ones that we can actually use. We're, we're a, as family friendly as you can be for a reality based self-defense podcast. That is, that is our goal. Okay. We want, we want it to be something you can go, Hey, Hey, let's, let's bring the kids listen to this. So you can kind of understand how the world is in some ways, you know? Yeah. Trying not to be too doom and gloom, but you know, just getting people to be smart. So let's, let's, we're going to talk about some of the basics of like vehicle security. I love some of this stuff that we're going to talk about today because we do our defender course generally about twice a year. We have a defender course and what we do in the defender course is with 20 hours of mental self-defense, physical self-defense, talk about uh, wrestling, some stuff for control. We talk about, uh, you know, striking and stuff like that. We do, uh, we actually shoot. We train people to do some shooting. We do, um, Gun defense, knife defense. Yeah, and then gun defense. We do knives and knife defense, and we do like blunt weapons and blunt weapon defense. So we kind of cover all of that and at a basic level for the first level, and then we kind of move that a little further and start doing some medical training stuff in the second level, as well as more advanced versions of everything else we've done. But in our first basic level, one of the things that we do is we take everyone out to the parking lot, okay, and then we look at everyone's cars. This is always wonderfully eye-opening. It's like, what can you tell about this person by looking at their vehicle? Because people do this crap. Criminals do this. They look at your vehicle and they say, okay, can I see how, do they have kids? Do they not have kids? Uh, All of this stuff. So we're going to talk about some of the things that we usually talk about during that time and say, hey, these are the things that you should or should not do. Uh, So first that, looking at that. We're going to look at stickers on vehicles because this is one of those things that drive me absolutely freaking crazy. Uh, number one, don't have your school, your kids' school or sports teams or whatever <clears throat> stickers on your vehicles. Yeah, it's great, wonderful, yay. My kid's an honor student at such and such elementary school. What does that tell the person? That tells the person that you have a kid, they're in elementary school, they're in this elementary school. So that means you probably live in this area. Just it makes that easy. Now, Another thing that really gets on my nerves. Now, some I find very entertaining, but another thing that gets on my nerves are the family stickers. Now, the ones that are entertaining, I find to be like the zombie ones uh, or the dinosaur. I, I saw one where I just dinosaur ate. And I don't know if, but I don't, there's, there's some entertaining ones out there. Okay. I'm sadistically entertained by the ones where they have like scratched out one of the like members. I don't think that's the way it was intended to be. No. I'm just like. The dad, the mom, and the three kids, and all of a sudden there's a very aggressively scratched out dad there. (laughs) (laughs) So something went wrong in this picture. Uh, But even, but think about that. Even that right there tells the person to say, oh, Oh, there's no man in the relationship now. Yes. Okay. Like I said, sadistically entertained. It, most of me is looking at it going, oh, no, you're telling somebody that you're probably alone in this store with children. Yes. Um, it may, makes that one worse is I see that one with names under the people on the back glass of the minivan. I have seen oh, that yes. so many times. They can tell you exactly what all the names of your children are. That's wonderful. So there's a story that I bring up almost every time we talk about this. And there was one where it was like these, this family. It was a, the family stickers on the back. It had the dad, the mom, and had three kids. It was two of them that were boys, and there was one little girl named Maddie. This little girl was standing there. The mom was putting the two younger boys in the minivan, and there was a guy who had abducted this kid or tried to abduct. Now I'm having trouble remembering. I don't remember if he actually successfully got her. I kind of think he did, though, where he says, uh, Hey, Maddie, Maddie, come here. And he called her over. Well, she thought 
He must know me. He knows my name. And he freaking got the name off the back of the minivan. And that one just pisses me off so, so bad. Okay? Because that is super simple. And all you have done is create an opportunity for a criminal. Oh, yeah. And think about it. Like, so many parents, even ones with those stickers, you know, they'll send one of their kids to put the buggy back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The cart, if you're northern. Um, Some people here call it shopping carts. That's true. But I don't think anybody in the north calls them buggies. I don't know. I haven't gone up there too often. <laughs> I try to avoid it. <laughs> uh, my husband's northern. Um, <laughs> we can forgive him, though. <laughs> Sorry. Listen, listen, we already say enough to cut Florida off. And so let's not make a whole other section of the country hate us, okay? Oh, we're just kidding. Mostly. <laughs> right, there's a reason so many northerners move here. Not a lot of southerners move up north, though. I'm kidding. <laughs> I kid. I kid. Sure you do, Jada. Sure you I do. I think the more I say I'm kidding, the less they believe me. The less um, I believe you, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, then you've got the question of, like, what about the college parents? It's like, oh, all that tells you is that, like, oh, it's an adult age, age kid. Does that matter anymore? You know, it's like my parent or my kid is, um, it goes to this university or whatever. I think that matters less. I will be honest with you. I do think that matters less. Okay. One problem I have with it. It still tells somebody too much about you, in my opinion. It also reveals your age, or at least the general like area of your age well, to now, the person reading it. I mean, okay, so let's say I've got a college-age kid. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're elderly. Okay, I know you're no, young. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I just think any time that you give some, someone something to profile you oh, yeah, yeah. No, in a different no. way. I mean, I'm amazed. And everybody that's done that with us have always been amazed with walking out there going like, okay, how much will we actually? And they say, oh, I don't think we could actually tell that much about my vehicle until you get over there and people start throwing things out. And you're like, oh, holy crap. Now, the most fun I had was when I drove my grandfather's Jeep and nobody could figure out it was, well, actually, I had just gotten the Jeep from my grandfather. Nobody could figure out it was your vehicle. Yeah. He had passed away and and I ended up getting his Jeep because there were so many things that like, hey, he was an 80 year old man. Uh, they're looking at this vehicle going like, I don't know who this is, but you know, this thing, they could tell a lot about it, but they didn't know it was mine. <laughs> so that was a little bit different. But I also specifically try to not put too many identifying things on my vehicle. Yep. Let's talk about other stickers like grandparent stickers. A grandparent stickers. Yeah. Yeah, that right there does tell you. No. Well, kind of. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> because my parents are in their 40s and have children that could have kids at this age. Including yourself. That's what you're... Shh. I know. I mean, technically, people that I went to school with, I'm a weird like spread of age, where I have people that have just had kids or are still having kids, and I have people that are my age that are grandparents. And I'm like going like, holy crap, I couldn't imagine being a grandparent at this time. That drives me crazy. But anyway, let's let's get off that. That's not what we're here for. I'm going to end up depression eating, and that's not what we're shooting for. Um, so, <laughs> yes, uh, please don't advertise grand, you know, grandparent. But it also says that, like, if you, a lot of times grandparents who have those stickers on their cars could end up having that child with them as well. Yeah. So it could also yeah. make you be watched. Yep. The thing I get a lot was like. Whoosh, I won't put anything on my vehicle except for a Glock sticker because that way they know not to mess with me. Well, they also know that you're probably carrying a Glock 
<laughs> or there's a very good chance if you have a gun sticker on your vehicle, then that means you have a gun stowed away in your vehicle somewhere. Because mm-hmm. so many people do that. And a lot of people will break into gun. a car just because of that. Yes. So um, that's another They reason. also can watch and see if you're open carrying and can just walk up and take it. Yeah. But actually, there's a thing shown where if if criminals want a gun, they are much more likely to break into a vehicle with a gun sticker on there. Mm-hmm. So you're increasing your chance of getting your vehicle broken into for a firearm. Okay, so no, I'm not a big fan of those either. Another thing would be is when people leave valuables and stuff and important things in plain sight in their vehicle. That gets on my nerves. You know, we've talked about it before. We were talking about home defense, garage door openers. Uh, Some people leave those. Now, I think we're phasing away from those you know, with smart home technology and stuff like that. But still yet, some people just kind of like have it out there in their console, like open console or dash area, phones. Mm-hmm. We had uh, somebody in one of our, this was not a phone. Um, we had somebody in our uh, Defender course that we looked into their vehicle and they had like their mail in the back seat. Yes. And you, and it, they Could were actually it. kind of an important person. And... <laughs> So public figure, let's say. Yes, a public figure that could definitely have enemies. That and people read the mail and saw who it was. And their address. Yes. So there was an address on the mail and the name that told told you who they were and where to find them, you know? People don't think about mail a lot. But yeah, mail's a big one. But I mean, I've, I've seen I've had to have like certain pieces of mail in my car. But guys, that's what the little pockets on the side of your doors are for. That something can hide in, and or you turn just it upside turn down. down. Yes, or at least but you can't can, read the names. Yeah, but it's always saying, better if you can keep it. them from seeing it in the first place. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, at if least if you have turn to leave something down. valuable in your car, shove it under the seat yes. or in the glove compartment if you're not using it as a trash can. There was a lady at our church got her purse stolen because she left her purse on the passenger side of the vehicle. Somebody come up, smashed the window, and stole their purse out of there in a church parking lot. And it wasn't somebody who went to the church. It was somebody who was driving to the parking lot looking for things like that. That's what so many people don't realize is it doesn't matter, matter exactly where you are. If you're parked in a public area, people can come by and look into your vehicle and see if there's something valuable there to steal. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in that case, they stole that. You know, it could be an identifying thing, whatever. I have seen people leave phones like right there on a seat or in a cup holder in between the seats. And it just blows me away. Just other things that might be valuable and stealing, you know, or identifying or anything. GPS. And I know we're kind of phasing away from that too, but some people still have them. Keys. I've seen sets of keys left in the vehicle. And it wasn't to the vehicle, but it was just, you know, still yet. Usually if my keys are in my vehicle, I have been now locked out of my vehicle. <laughs> yes, same here. Yeah, I, I am not a super huge fan of child safety locks. I don't know what that says about me. But, I mean, I know that anybody even who doesn't have ADD can get locked out of their vehicle. I am well aware. But I do have ADD, and I have the bad habit of setting my keys down to find something that I had just randomly seen in my car. And so I was like, oh, what was that thing? And then I go looking for it, and then I accidentally leave my keys sitting there, and I turn and I get out of my car, and there my keys were in the car. We haven't talked about them in a long time. Let me just say, I have ADD. I can't count how many times I've locked my keys in my vehicle at times. Do you know what I have? I've not locked my keys once in my vehicle since I have been on Magic Mind. 
<laughs> and and we I have locked us out of here, and I have not done that since Magic Mind. Just a little plug there. I mean, you know, it's not even we're we're not even getting paid for that. But Magic Mind co slash defense. Think about it. <laughs> You'll think so much clearer if you get Magic Mind. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, I've locked myself out several times this one time it was really impressive because my husband and i had driven separately somewhere and he was in his motorcycle and i was uh in my car and i turned and got out of the vehicle shut the door and as soon as the door clicked i realized (laughs) that i had left my keys in the car yes and so um i looked at my husband and i was like you're going to have to go home and get the spare key and so he goes home and grabs his normal set of keys, comes all the way back, and I was like, no. <laughs> was like, Babe, you don't have my spare key on your keychain anymore. So because the the thing holding it fell like mm. off. And so instead of just losing the key, it was like one of those uh button activated keys. So it was falling apart and we just didn't want the actual key part to fall out. Yeah. Because it did on one of our other ones of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. He was like, what are you talking about? Yes, it is. And I was like, no. The key was falling apart. We had to take it off so that we didn't lose the actual key part. Yeah. He was like, you're kidding me. And he looks and he goes, you're right. Your key isn't on here. So, he went all the way home to grab the spare key. Came back and didn't have the spare key. So, we had to call my parents. <laughs> To grab the actual spare key. And so my mother came and gave us the key. All of this ended up like going until like 1030 at night because because of the issue. And the bad thing was we had to wait outside because like we were actually parked behind the school Mm -hmm. because that's what we do whenever we have to do anything, you know, on Main Street. Yeah. We just park behind the school because we like it better than the public parking. Yeah. And so I was behind the school, but my keys to even get in here were in my car. (laughs) So we couldn't even wait inside. We just had to sit behind the school. (laughs) Come to find out our neighbor could have just jimmied the lock because he's a car guy and he was here. Yeah, that's right. He has one of those things, doesn't he? Yep. So we could have just had him bust into my car. Well, we don't bust in. Not bust in, but you know. (laughs) Is it Slim Jim? Yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah. I I could be completely wrong. Yeah, he said he could have jimmed it, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I was right then. All right, uh, don't leave your windows down and your vehicle unattended. Don't sit in a parking lot with Guys, that all goes of your for windows sunroof down. too. Yeah. Don't leave your sunroofs open. Because people small enough like you can like slip right in the sunroof. Oh, it'll take me half a second to get in a car <laughs> that the sunroof is down. Including my own. I have to stop myself from like leaving my sunroof open whenever I leave somewhere. I'm like, And it's simply because... I have that stupid ADD where I'm just going, if I lock my keys in the car, I could just jump in through the top. (laughs) And I'm at the point where I'm mentally preparing myself for locking my keys in the car again. And I'm just going, why can't I just mentally prepare myself to take my keys out of my car? (laughs) (sighs) That would be too easy. So, but yeah, for own safety reasons and stuff like that, just, just make sure that you, you don't leave your windows down. So I have a, a guy that I know who was sitting in a vehicle, uh, eating lunch one day and his windows were up. Okay. His windows were up. Now, if his windows had been down, it might, would have been a little different. He may not have had the same amount of time, but he was sitting there and someone come up to him and starts beating on the glass and trying to open the door. So let me in, let me in, let me in. And he ends up pulling his gun out and pointing to the guy says, I don't care that much about my glass, but <laughs> <laughs> which is a really freaking awesome line. Uh, yeah. 
if you if oh, you God. was to guys, please, if you have to defend yourself, come up with a cool catchphrase. We want to, we we want to hear them. <laughs> Sorry, actually, actually, if you have your own like self defense situation or story that you would like to tell us, we would actually do it in the news story. That would be cool. Yes, so long as it wouldn't completely traumatize our younger audience. That's true. Yeah. So if you got a if you got a news story, and I've never really thought about that, but if you got a news story that we can actually use on the news story, not just like, hey, I found this thing and send it. To, we've had people do that. Also, please leave the language out because <laughs> I will change it to like fudge and um <laughs> crap <laughs> so uh yeah you send those along that would be fun um as soon as you get into a vehicle lock your doors it's just it should be a habit get in the vehicle shut the doors lock the doors get mm-hmm. out of the vehicles lock the doors shut the doors shut the doors lock the doors it depends if you have a remote or not that's true i, I usually don't click use the, the lock on the way out i usually don't use the remote i get out make sure my keys are in my pocket lock the doors and then shut the doors it's just it's my habit and maybe it's just because I'm old and didn't have nice enough vehicles when I was younger. To have. The remote's been around for a long time. I get it. But, like, I'm just I'm know, trying I'm to get myself to have... out of the habit of locking the door before I shut it just because that's what usually locks my keys oh, in the car. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I'm trying to force myself to not just lock it as I shut it because I can just catch my arm in a way that locks the door as I'm shutting it because I don't have the button key anymore, you know? So, this um, is a great time. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. My bad. No, Go you're good. It's not like it's super important information. But This is a great time to bring up a sponsor that we have not brought up in a while, theatomicbear.com, because they got these really awesome tactical pins, including the new tactical pin, the Stealth Pin Pro, with all of them have awesome, awesome glass breaks. So not all glass breaks are created equal. One of our students, they had a car towed off that they were selling for junk before they... I wish they had let us know and invited us over. That would have been a hilarious, a lot of fun. Yeah. But anyway, uh, they went around and busted out the windows with glass breaks. And they had this knife with a glass break on it. And he beat the crap out of the window with it and could not break it. He went in and he got his atomic bear. Oh, I was going to say it's not a plug. But yeah, it's absolutely a plug. He got his atomic bear rebel tactical pin, goes out there and boom, it hits it and it just shattered. It was Awesome. But he, he actually showed me the glass break that he had on that knife, how basically it rounded off the point. So mm. not all glass breaks are created equal. Remember that, guys. Check out theatomicbear.com. Pick up any of their awesome tactical pins. They still make my favorite tactical pins. Uh, the Stealth Pro is awesome. The Rebel is awesome. Uh, and all the others are, too. Check that out. Use the coupon code Impact Defense, and that will get you 20% off of anything. And also let them know that we sent you to them. Yeah. Back to locking doors as soon as you get in? Lock your doors as soon as you get in because people come up and open the doors. I was going to wrap it up, but you know. Oh, okay. How much more do we need to talk about? Lock your freaking doors, people. That's the big thing, okay? Or lock your fudging doors, as Jada was going to say. You said fudge for... Oh, you said fudging doors. Okay. I thought you said lock your fudge indoors and i lock was like fudge wrong indoors. application i was gonna edge this edit this out but now i'm not i think <laughs> i mean at this point in time you should not have leftover fudge from christmas so but if you do keep it safe send it to us send, i love freaking i love fudge so bad <laughs> i freaking love fudge really bad especially peanut butter fudge gosh oh goodness <laughs> i had a chocolate and peanut butter marble like fudge one mm. time that was glorious. <laughs> Someone definitely sent that to us. I, we would just take a huge block, 
That is a special request. (laughs) Guys, thank you very much. Hey, please, Kylie's not here today. Please like and review the podcast. Uh, When she gets back, I know we have at least one review to read. We'll see. Maybe more. I don't know. Please like and review the podcast. It really, really helps us out in the algorithm. Uh, We are ranking on several lists. I don't know that I told you this. I know I told Gentry this. I know I've told Kylie this, but I don't think you were around when I said this, and I don't think I've said it on the podcast. I had a listener in Austria to email me at impact, or at Brian at impactdefense.online just to tell us that they were checking out. We have ranked in like the top 25 in education in Austria, the top 25. We're in the top 25 podcast in education, which is a pretty big category, but we're ranked in the top 25 in Austria. We're also huh. ranked in the top 100 in self-improvement in Austria. I was like, I didn't know we were ranking in anything in Austria. Austria. I didn't, you know, it's funny because Austria is not even. And hello, listener from Austria. Yes. Hello, listener from Austria. Listeners, if we're rating. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I would just like to ask people, as you are listening to the podcast, please rate us, write a review. That really helps us out. Uh, I find it very interesting, though. Oh, you know what? Really quick on the topic of vehicle security, get a bike lock if you have a bike. Get one that's not really easy to just, you know, clamp through. But any bike lock is going to be more helpful than no bike lock. But if that's your form of transportation, it's at least better than walking. So try to keep it from being stolen. That is all. Thank you guys so much for listening. I I really, really appreciate it. I was just having the conversation the other day. I can't believe that people listen to us talk about self-defense. It just, it baffles me. According to Spotify, we're listened to in 21 different countries. That baffles me completely. I don't listen to us. I know. (laughs) You're not supposed to tell them that. Well, I mean, first off, I was here, you know. Second, why would I want to hear my own voice? I don't understand why you people want to hear my voice. (laughs) You probably don't. You're probably here for Brian. (laughs) I, I doubt it. All right, guys. So thank you again very much, and we will see you in the next one.